Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in the edge, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. We're here to enlighten, enrage, entertain, educate, and I don't know. That's about all the E words I can think of. I don't for a necessarily while. think education goes along with you and me. Terry, I got a physical education degree, so that was like challenging for me, right? Well, we'll give it our best. But, you know, somebody that is highly educated, the good Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165 North in Monroe, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. My, my dog, the Walter family dog, Blue, had to go check him out last week. Uh, Blue a little, a little ill and uh, got some. Uh, some doggy med, so uh, his day is a little bit better. But well, whatever you have in excess of, I'll be glad to take them off your hands. Really? Oh yeah. For I mean, I'm sure you're going to charge. Do you, do you have distemper? Don't answer uh, that question, Jamie Probably Fox. so. Yes. Three one eight three four five four five four five. Doctor David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, the best pet care you're going to get. I have get. to deal with you five days a week. Of course, I've this got distemper. True. This is true. Yes. Uh, no, you just have a temper. John Tabor should be, should has to deal with this. John five Tabor days is on meds. He should be. God love him. He should be. Tabor needs to be controlling this from like. Colorado or Washington State, right? I, I wouldn't blame him one or, bit. Or I guess now Arkansas, but who knows? Who could, who could, who could what could go wrong there, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you're welcome to chime in, 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762, which is the Washington Valley Federal Credit Union uh, text line. Jamie, the demise of the Southeastern Conference, is, is football apocalypse upon us? Oh, pump the brakes Or is there. it not? I'm telling you. Let's go through this. I've been thinking about this all night. Well, that scares me right Yeah, there. well, not all night. I thought you, I had, I think about different things at night, Terry. But okay, you, don't, don't. But go I there. digress. Don't, you go don't ahead. Don't go there. There are 300 reasons that you don't think about stuff like that. At any rate, <laughs> we are three weeks into the football season. UCLA and Dirk Diggler is pretty much out. Uh, Florida State went out the first game when they lost the quarterback at Alabama. Ohio State has been beaten at home. Uh, Ole Miss sucks. Uh, LSU was the worst loss in 70 years it's to be to determined a if they're going to suck. Ranked team. Let's say that again, folks. The worst loss in 70 years. Jimmy, that's older than you. That's like back when uh, Franklin Roosevelt was president days. I remember Frank. You know, you were what? Uh, you were only about 35 at that point. Yeah. Still a young pup still, at that still point. Still a young pup at that side. But. Here's the thing that that gets me with the with the if I look at the Southeastern Conference, which has been dominant, folks, in college football for a very very long time. Here's the issue I have with them. Oh boy! No, if you think about it, again, yet again this year, we do not have a second best team, and I'll tell you why. We got Alabama. And everybody gets that. Even if you hate Saban, you hate Alabama, grudgingly, you got to admit, or in the case of Bama Jim, you gleefully admit it, that there's no, there's nobody else even in that conversation, Jamie. Well, there's nobody else in the country right, when but, it comes to Alabama. But, but specifically the Southeastern Conference, which has okay. been the second, which has been the best conference in America for, you know, a decade. 
And so this year we're saying, okay, well, maybe Auburn is the second-best team. They've got uh, Stidham from Baylor. Uh, they got a new offensive coordinator. you got the, the Gus Bus revamped offense. They struggle to beat Mercer. They get beat at Clemson. No shame in that loss. But if you're a national title contender, you got to win that game. All right? No shame in that loss, Auburn fan, Nick Brown. But still, you struggle to beat Mercer. All right? Let's fast forward to Auburn. Probably not what we thought they would be. LSU, do we even need to go there? And we'll save that one. I watched some of Tennessee, Florida last week. It was almost unwatchable. That was one of the worst games I've ever. It's like both teams deserve to lose. If you could give losses to both teams, that's what you should do. Uh, it was bad. I mean, they combined for three field goals in the first three quarters. It was god awful football. And then finally, some scoring at the end. And then, you know, Florida, shows Florida, Mary. Florida chunks one up there. And the only thing worse than being able to that position is Tennessee inexplicably, uh, I guess, trying to prevent the sweep. I don't know. Florida wins. Is that, Did Tennessee lose that game or did Florida win it? I mean, all due credit, Florida chunks the Hail Mary up there. Had a lot of help from Tennessee. Hey, you win. I don't want to win. No, well, you win. No, no I, you win. The reason Tennessee lost was not because of that Hail Mary. It was first and goal from the one. And their best player doesn't touch the ball. Until the third down, and then he gets called for a four-yard loss. Uh, and then the three missed field goals. That's why Tennessee lost. It wasn't. That's 12 points. Wait, excuse me. Can't do the math. Nine points and a touchdown. That's 16 points that Tennessee self-destructed on. And that game wouldn't have been close. And it wouldn't have come down to a Hail Mary. Well, let's keep point. looking at that because, uh, you know, Georgia, maybe Georgia's the second-best team. When Mississippi State goes in there Saturday, we'll find a lot about Georgia. I I like the do- I like the Mississippi Dogs in this one. They, I, I do. I, I do, too. I'm, I don't I'm, know if they're going to win, but I – Sentimentally, I'm pulling for I him. I think Jake Fromm's probably going to be quarterback in Georgia again, the true freshman. And Todd Grantham's going to, of course, it, you know, he did win up at Notre Dame. So that's uh, that's somewhat impressive, although I think the we'll see how good Notre Dame is this week against Michigan State. But uh, they're, they're mediocre. I mean, Georgia beats a very mediocre Notre, team, Notre Dame team on the road 20-19. Great win if you're a Georgia fan. But are you truly the second-best team? I don't know. Dare I say another Sabanite, Will Muschamp, loses at home to Kentucky. How do you, how do now, you like to be said? Look, now, it's bad. Pump, I know you're going to be the Kentucky celebratory guy. That said. That was my dark horse in the East this year was Kentucky. Well, that tells you how bad the East is then. <laughs> I'm not talking about basketball. I'm talking about football. Me either. too. That tells you how bad the East is if Kentucky is even in the conversation. You've got Florida, proud historic program. Georgia, proud historic program. And Tennessee, they were good before they fired Philip Fulmer, and they've been a dumpster fire for the you're past. Just, you're just a hater. No, I'm a realist. You're No. I'm a realist, Jamie. This, Kentucky's like one of these teams that can cycle every year. Vanderbilt every five years and Kentucky are two of the three undefeated hey. teams in the SEC hey. East. Hey, you watch it when the when the doors knock off Bama this weekend. That's what human. I got three hundred bucks that says they won't. That's what Nifa Lealo says, the defensive lineman from Vandy. But we'll get into that later after we've had a couple of cocktails. 
Um, he might need a couple cocktails. He's from, uh, yeah. but uh, Bad idea. But, I, you know, and I think the jury's still out on Vandy as well. Uh, they've got Alabama, Florida, and Georgia at Ole Miss coming up, and they may lose all four Let of me those, throw some so. stats at you, buddy. Okay. Uh, SEC has 14 teams, right? Half of them. No, 12. Half of them. Or, well, we still have to count. Uh, I'm Missouri. sorry, 14. We still got to count Missouri. <laughs> still got to count Missouri in there. <laughs> Why we put them in? So they that. got 13 and okay. 12 13 and, and, half. and a half, right. Yeah. All right. Half of the 14 teams in the SEC rank among the worst passing teams in the FBS. Like, they rank 91st or worse. Okay. Uh, including LSU, Alabama, Arkansas, and Georgia, which all rank 105th or worse. So out of the 129 teams, yeah, those cats are in there. Ole Miss and Missouri are the only two teams to rank in the uh, top 30 in passing, and they both are just god-awful. Uh, Missouri was blown out by Purdue. Hey, hey, that's Purdue. Stop. Hold it right Purdue. there. Purdue. Stop. They couldn't win Stop. with Drew Brees. Stop. No, they did win. They did win. With, and who's the guy with the money? I can't ever remember what, the guy's name. Okay, so anyway. they went, they went Joe, six and five. Joe something. Anyway, Joe, you know Joe. Joe. You know Joe. Yeah, uh, you've been on taxi cab with a Joe. Um, they did have some success in there. Um, you do have to take into consideration that um, Purdue's got a really. I think that I'm interested to see how they recruit, but I don't think it's so much Purdue so good as Missouri is so bad. And why are they bad? Because. There's a lot. Of, what, come on, we don't have enough time in this show to this hour to talk about what the problems are at Missouri. It all started, and it's out. The problem that's so bad about us, it, it started outside the program. It's like a friend, my Auburn friend of mine said, "You know, I think I'm going to go to Columbia this weekend to watch Auburn and uh, Missouri because I can stay on campus in the dorms for like a dollar, for like a buck. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I mean, you know, it's. Uh, I mean, you've got 11 buildings at, at Missouri that are basically vacant. You've got a drop in student enrollment. That, that, that's, that affects everything, particularly the football program. Attention, NFL. <laughs> well, yeah. Which we'll get into in the next But here's the deal. There's two coaches in the SEC right now that have one win against Nick Saban. Malzahn has the, the kick six, and then Sumlin when uh, McCarron threw the pick in the end zone when A&M beats him in uh, Tuscaloosa. Jamie, that's it. Everybody else didn't. Uh, okay, you're talking about local now, but I think didn't South Carolina beat him his first or second year on the job? Current SEC coaches. Current SEC That would coaches. have been Spurrier. And, and I don't know that they did or they didn't. That would have been Spurrier. You're but, right. But, okay, that's right. So current, yes, you're talking about. But the Sabanites are over. The, Sa- the Sabanite people off his staff are over. Hadn't won a game yet. Well, let's go by McIlwain, Ofer. They're over. Bart, Ofer. Uh, Ole Miss, South Carolina, Muschamp, Ofer, and uh, that's it. Georgia. I Kirby Smart. smart. Yeah. Maybe I'm yeah. smart, yeah. So they're all Ofer against him. But uh, So my point being this. Chances are he'll meet one of those, though, in the in the conference. Somebody game. has to get there. Conference title game. Right? Somebody from the East has to go to Atlanta for the Kirby championship. Kentucky, buddy. Right? Somebody's got to go. That's not you, no, you go. No, I don't want to go. You, you, Kentucky. Really? That's where we're at. That's what we've got down to. But Kentucky's going to give them a scare. How would you like to be South Carolina fan? You think LSU fans are pissed? How would you like to be South Carolina fan? You hired Will Muschamp, 
who couldn't win at Florida. You bring him in there. We've got floods. We got this. We got that. And you're going, okay, we got Vanderbilt at home. No disrespect to Vanderbilt or Kentucky. No disrespect to them because I think Stoops has done a good job with them. But seriously? Well, let me, let me you ask get you. beat at home by Kentucky in All right. football? All right. So not to necessarily lump them in the same because Kentucky's in the SEC. But what do you think the heat ratio is going to be if Tech goes in there this weekend and beats them, which I think is a possibility. Oh, that is a nightmare game if you're a must champ. That is a possibility. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but look at last year when Jamar Smith and them went up and lost and blew it against Arkansas. They had that game won. Uh, Here's the beautiful thing. Holds can throw it. They can throw it all over the field. Jamie, they're playing with house money. They are. It's a beautiful thing when you're doing that. You got no pressure. Hey, we just go, go, go play. And they are good enough to get that done. That is a nightmare. Whoever scheduled that game, it was a very poor schedule game. You're talking about South Carolina's part? Yes. To play Louisiana Tech. Between A&M and Kentucky? That's where it's coming. I, I don't, I, look, I'm going to find somebody that's 0-11. With with uh, all their starters back, I, I want the worst team I can find. Uh, certainly, Louisiana Tech is not uh, fit that bill. That very well could happen. Well, if you look at South Carolina's non-conference schedule, of course they opened up against NC State, great ball game. They managed to win that one. They got Tech this weekend, uh, but I'm sure they wish they were playing Wofford. Wofford. So their toughest non-conference game is the end of the year, Clemson, obviously. So. You know, I'm fun. saying it's a it's a possibility. I'm not yeah. saying, uh, but keep an eye on that one. That may not be. We a come blowout. back. Oh, we got a lot of text out here. People agree with me that the SEC, the demise of the SEC, sans Alabama, is alive and well, folks. There's no second best team out there. There's nobody else even. Rem- Are we even talking about anybody else in the college football playoff? Georgia, maybe still at this point, but uh, they're not setting it on fire. You listen to ESPN. 90, you listen to 97.7 The Edge. When Jamie and I return, we'll uh, get into more of this in-depth. Your texts are welcome, 888-993-7762. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line. This segment is sponsored by our friends at Jimmy Cooley, reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. Back in a minute. The iconic Jeep brand is celebrating with great deals on every Jeep model. Get a 17 Jeep Renegade Sport for only $17.9. A 17 Jeep Renegade Latitude is only $19.9. A 17 Jeep Cherokee Latitude is only $20,009. A 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited is only $34.9. And a 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland is $6,000 off MSRP. Jeep celebration days are coming to a close, so hurry in for the best deals on your next Jeep at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. 
Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Hi, Kevin from High Tech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhitech.com or find us on Facebook. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in. The Edge 97.7, Jamie Foxx, Terry Waldrop, John Tabor driving the show of death here on a Tuesday morning. I just pronounced judgment over the SEC. A couple of you guys agree. A couple of you don't. You're welcome to text in 888-993-7760. Justin goes, hey, the SEC is slowly but surely sinking back into the 90s. Individuals will stand out, but those teams are failing far less miles. I agree with that. Uh, Steve, I'm going to get to your point when we get into the pro section. But uh, some interesting things here. Jamie, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers... That just sounds dirty coming out of my mouth. It sounds dirty to me, too. The Los Angeles Chargers and the Rams playing this weekend. Uh, you know, they had 28,000 people at the game in a 30,000-seat stadium. Correction. Oh, okay. It's a 27,000-seat stadium. Ah. Sub-hub. Close. Close. Very close. The attendance was... 25,381, so they didn't even sell out a 27,000-seat stadium. So they're getting Louisiana Tech crowd. Yes, Tech draws better than... In the second largest city in America for the NFL in Week 2. Okay. That that pretty much sum it up? Yeah, but it goes goes further. Uh, The Rams, who left from St. Louis, pretty well attended there. Uh... I don't know how much L.A. Coliseum holds, but I think it's at least 70,000. Isn't that where Texas and USC played? Indeed. Didn't they have 90 there? 84,000. Oh, okay. Excuse me, so it holds more than it. Texas, USC either played in the Rose Bowl or the Coliseum, but I think it was the Coliseum. Also, they drew 84,714. The Rams drew 56,612 in the L.A. Coliseum. As, as you can see by the USC game, it holds... 90,000 probably. So combine the Chargers' attendance of 56,612 and the Chargers' attendance of 25,381, you get 81,993. And to Terry's point, one game, one college game, granted against two well-known programs, drew 84,714 more for one game than the combined attendance of two professional franchises. In the second largest city in America. In the second largest city in America. Uh, do you think the, the, the NFL... Take just, note, uh, Roger Goodell. Yeah, you think that might be an issue here, folks? Take note of that, ESPN. No kidding. Sorry. Uh, well, I mean, there's a combination of, of factors at play. Not only that, they're NFL down, Network, take note of Jamie, it. Jamie, they're down across the board. 
the attendance is down across the board. I mean, you know, this is Nero fiddling while Rome burns. Oh, it's got nothing to do with that. It's what we hear last year. Oh, it's, everybody's involved in the presidential election. Everybody's just so fired up about that that, you know, once the presidential election's over, it's all be, and then after the presidential election is over, well, you know, everybody's just upset about the presidential election. And uh, then we go into the summer. Well, you know, it's... Uh, uh, you know, it's a little hot sometimes in our stadiums. Or, uh, dude, how many excuses are we going to make? Well, and and you know, Sean brought this up too. I don't think the I think there's a there's a, a combined factors as well. I think there's an oversaturation to some extent. Uh, why would you move a French two franchises? Granted, L.A. is the second largest. Why would you move two in there when you didn't have it there for twelve years and L.A. didn't seem to mind that much? The citizens of L.A. Could, could care less. Uh, you pissed moved, off the citizens of San Diego who have been supporting it. it you, yeah, San Diego, those people were devastated. Now, granted, they had a crappy stadium, and, yes, the Spanos family had trouble getting a new stadium. My question is this. Were you losing money? If he answers yes to that, I would say, okay, I understand your reason for the change. If not, even with a crappy stadium, you should have stayed your behinds in San Diego. How much money are you gonna make at twenty five grand a game? And twenty five thousand people in the you talk about losing money? And a twenty yeah. And so you move to this small stadium where you can't even sell it out. And do you think the the people in, in Los Angeles don't care? You couldn't even, and that's one thing, but LA moved there first and they haven't sold they didn't sell out. So why? They don't care. L.A., I mean, this is California we're talking about, people. They got people dancing on top of, naked on top of stairs at city council meetings. I did see that yesterday. Yes. Yeah. They could care. They want to smoke dope out there, which is fine. Well, But uh, at least they can't, I mean, maybe make it where you can sell it at the stadium. I don't know. Do anything to draw people there, but it's not working. <laughs> Some of the teams, you need to put that in the stands to watch it. Um, and, uh, can't, you buy, can't you buy beer at pro games? Yes. yes. That's not doing it. Maybe cocktails. I don't know. But you know what? People go, sports is supposed to be a release. Movies are supposed to be a release. Then shut the hell up about what, you're, what you think about other things. And people may come back. Otherwise, you're so, sowing the seeds for your demise. Are we shooting the golden goose? Yes, and I don't think the, you know, if, if you want to believe Eric Winston, he doesn't seem to care what comes behind him. Right now he's unemployed, by the way, the Bengals of all teams. The Bengals let him go, so he couldn't make the Bengals squad as a former first-round graduate. He says, I don't really care if the NFL's around 20. Let me tell you something. That does not resonate well. To the average person that is struggling to pay the, what what is it, the Sunday ticket, or they're trying to get scrap-up money. Look, go into a Saints game. Dude, go park, take your family down there, get the tickets, get the drinks in the stadium, get the food, get the hotel. I mean... What does it cost to go to a Saints game? Uh, Jamie, I hadn't been in years. I used to go to the Cowboys games because I got free tickets. Yeah. But I'd take my family, and it would be 150 bucks just on food and parking. Wow. But, you know, you got a family of five or whatever, then you're getting food in the stadium. That's not cheap. LSU, I went down. I bought uh, a $9 bowl, two $9 bowls of jambalaya, mm. alligator jambalaya at Tiger it, Stadium. It, 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 my God. Yeah, it better been made by Emerald or something for that. It was, it was good, but I mean, you got no other op- water. Those big waters are like six dollars. That's insanity. 
But, I mean, this is the deal. You, At some point, I don't think people, I don't think there's anybody that watched the presidential debate last year that could care anything about sports. Do you care what Donald Trump's opinion is on the NFL, or do you care what Hillary Clinton thinks about Major League Baseball? No. I didn't watch the debates to be lectured on about sports. Conversely, and this is Terry Walter speaking, I'm not speaking for you or anybody at our station or anybody, I'm speaking for me. I don't watch sports to be lectured to about politics of either side. I watch sports for the entertainment value it brings me, my family, who I'm around, because we all have 24 hours in our day, right? We got 24 hours in our day to do with however we're going to do it. In this day and time, you got a million things pulling you here and there. I'll be honest with you. I watched about five minutes of the Cowboys game on Sunday. And you're kind of a Cowboys I, I'm a, fan. But I'm not, I'm not a crazy. Not a rabid fan. I'm not a rabid fan. I like the Cowboys. But it had nothing to do with them winning or losing. I just like, eh. Eh, well, I'm, I'm going to go do something else. Well, apparently everybody in L.A. is going, eh, also because you saw one game, one college football game. And believe me, you know, had this thing, I mean, good God, can you imagine what, I'd love to see what the numbers are going to be for Georgia-Mississippi State this this week. That's going to be a good, you know, I'm probably going to watch that game. Oh, I'll watch. I, I'm a Mississippi State fan at this point. I really am because I like Dan Mullen. I like the fact that he's been loyal to that. He was a finalist at Oregon last year, but it's not like he's just burning himself on fire to get out of there. He picks his time. He's proven that he can do it. And uh, <laughs> you think LSU people would trade for Dan Mullen and uh, like five people to be named later? Well, possibly, but I'll say this. Uh, it's easy now, Cowboys. Possibly. Um, the numbers are in, and you have two New NFL franchises in the great city of Los Angeles, home of Hollywood, home of Rodeo Drive, home of beautiful people. Can't even draw 90,000 combined attendance. 56612 at the L.A. Coliseum, 25,381 at StubHub. I'll tell you another USC thing. USC Texas draws 84,714. If that isn't a jolt, a kick yep. to the mm-mm, then you tell me what isn't. Jamie, I'll tell you another thing. That's, that's, and do I think the protests and all the political stuff are a big factor? Yes, I do. And I don't care what side of that you're on. It doesn't matter to me. I'll tell you another factor, I think. I think the product is down. That's I, true. I don't think the product is very good right Thursday now. Thursday night football, the players don't want to be there. The fans don't want to be there. It conflicts with, I think, a good – but I, I, could, I would change some of the college model, too. If Jamie Foxx ruled the world, this is how your lineup would go. And I know people are going to scream and holler and carry on. Okay, Sunday, pro football. Monday, pro football. Nothing on Tuesday. Nothing on Wednesday. Thursday, college football, that's it. A few selected college football games. No football on Friday, that's high school. Saturday, college football. So Thursday and Saturday for the colleges, Sunday and Monday for the pros, you may occasionally throw in the Wednesday. I know the Wednesday Mac games. I, I think you could do that on Thursday. Nick Brown's like the only guy that watches that. Well, I, you know, it's decent football, but I don't, I don't make it. I'll be honest with you. I did not have a, I did not watch any pro. Just a brief bit of the Saints Patriots game. It's not because I didn't want to watch it. I had other, other commitments. Kent State and Toledo. I don't feel like football like that. I don't. When I miss something on Saturday, college football wise, I feel like I really missed out on something. When I. 
I, it hurts me when I have something that pulls me away. But from you college spend football. your time doing that. That's, that's the point. That, that but I Sunday, think, I could care less. Well, it's like the the guy for the NFL Players Association. If you're dumb enough to have that guy, what was his name? Eric, what was his? Eric Winston. If you're dumb enough to have that guy representing you and telling Joe, average citizen, it's the football fan like us. Yeah, I don't really care if it's around. I just want mine now. Not that, hey, we want our team to be really good or, you know, we're, oh, no, we just want ours now. And we don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. The product people, is not good. People are tired. Look of at your quarterbacks. You look how bad the quarterback play is. They're, it's bad. And now here we come with, well, Kelly, uh, that was an article, uh, ESPN did it. And, and oh, here, four or five go, of them, not just one. Here we go one. with the obligatory, Colin Kaepernick should be in the NFL with our latest list of reasons. Folks, I, you know, I don't care if he's in the NFL or not. It doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is the people that make decisions, they get paid, they make a lot of money. For whatever reason, he's not there. RG3 is not in the league. Johnny Manziel is not in the league. Terry Waldorf's out of the league. Uh, you know, is that for different reasons? No, I suck. Uh, the other guys, not so much. But, you know, you just get tired of being hammered with reasons uh, with certain political slants. I think people just get enough of it, and I think they're voting with their pocketbook. Before I blow a gasket here and just go crazy, we're going to go ahead and take our second break. You're listening to The Edge on 97.7. Jamie Foxx, Terry Walter, John Tabor running the show of death. This segment sponsored by our friends at Spa Navelle. Pamper the special people in your life, folks. Spot Avell, Lammy Lane in Monroe, 318-807-1060. Spot Avell. Go check them out. Back in a minute. Put the power and comfort of Lincoln in your hands with spectacular deals from J. Mallard Ford Lincoln. Get 4,000 customer cash back on new 2017 Navigators plus 0% financing for 72 months with approved credit. And that's in addition to the big J. Mallard discounts. Or see their selection of certified pre-owned Lincolns with factory warranties up to 100,000 miles. Your Lincoln is waiting at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. Visit jmallardford.com. Bossier City is now the home of fanatical banking. First County Bank is blowing into town with a brand new state-of-the-art banking facility located at 4221 Airline Drive. On September 19th, come enjoy food, refreshments, prizes, and meet our fanatical team. To show just how fanatical banking can be, we're giving away free money. Welcome to First County Bank. Welcome to Fanatical Banking. Visit fgb.net forward slash Bozier for complete promotional details. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. No need for you to worry. No need for you to fret. Coldwell Banker Group One, proving to be the best show. If you want to buy or sell, put us to the test. Call us in West Monroe, Ruston, or Monroe Office 3610300, each office independently owned and operated. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. You have got to see our huge inventory of single wide starting at $25,995. That includes delivery, setup, and central air up to 150 miles. Help us celebrate 40 years in business. That's at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City and Shreveport. We're living on the Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. 
Welcome back to The Edge on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in The Edge. 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, bringing it on a Tuesday. Your texts are welcome, 888 Daniel Golden goes, hey, that's me, Eric Winston. Uh, well, let, let me paint a picture for you. You got Kevin Sumlin and the Aggies who have been, let's just say they've been struggling, Jamie. They, they blow the big lead uh, to Dirk Diggler and UCLA. Got a big lead, which is, I guess there's a lot to be said for getting a big lead. Uh, they lose the game. The Board of Regents guy gets does what any serious Board of Regents guy does. He gets on social media and blasts the coach. They play Nickel State the next week, and they sweat that one out at home in front of the Kyle Field faithful. Then they bring the Cajuns from Louisiana Lafayette. Ooh la la, Louisiana. La, 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 la. Louisiana Lafayette, whatever you want to call them. I call them the Dirty Cajuns. Uh, I actually like a lot of the people there, so I'm going to call them the Cajuns. Well, I have family in Lafayette, but that still doesn't mean they're not dirty Cajuns. I'm going to call them the Cajuns. They cheat. They cheat? Yes. No. Yes, they do. They cheat? Yes, big time. How do they cheat? Well, (laughs) they pay players. Do they really? Yeah, they have have a bunch of rapists and stuff on their team. Oh, okay. I hate them. Listen, they had a chance to work with us on this name change deal. And they chose to go their own direction after, after and, and they did what they wanted to do. They don't need permission from anybody. Yes, that was they violated the terms of oh that contract. My God. They can burn and no, you know what? No. <laughs> well, you can, you can, you go. I, I'm not defending. I'm saying they did what they wanted to do, and anybody can because do they always do what they want to do. At I like because that. They think they're they think they're better than I everybody. I actually else. like that. To be honest, with no, they're arrogant. I, I like that too. I almost said arrogant something else. So let's I, go I, on. I like that too. Well, I know you do, but anyway, uh, for anybody, by the way, you've been uninvited to Saturday morning breakfast. Oh, okay, all right, because you you like ooh la 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 la. Uh, and I, listen, it's a good school. I had family that went to school there. I have family in Lafayette. My mom's from Opelousas, so I have some ties down there. But I just didn't really appreciate. Although, you know, it overall. You can get a good education there. Dude, they're committed to the program. I respect that. Well, we're not talking about anyway. We're We're talking about Texas A&M. Well, actually, uh, Lafayette does factor into this. Mm -hmm. Lafayette is playing a guarantee game at uh, Kyle Field last week, and they're leading it at halftime. So, you know, LSU fan, you think you got it bad? How would you like to be A&M fan? You have a huge lead against UCLA, and you lose. You You barely beat Nichols. You barely beat Nichols. Like, you go, like, to the winning moments of the game, and now you're trailing at home against Lafayette. So, the freshman receiver, you know what's the best thing about a freshman? They get to be a sophomore the next year. Uh, The freshman receiver going to the locker room, trailing 21-14, to number 40, Will Gunnell, in a video, flips the double bird to home fans (laughs) as he runs off the field and look i've seen people no, look, look, there's the picture of him so there's some emotion in the dust this is that's like, a, that's done with i like it because it's being done with uh passion. gusto yeah passion he's serious about the double bird yeah but you don't understand i've seen people do that to us leaving the studio we do that before. to each other we do that to each other sometimes yes but, but, so, but we don't usually do double bears so, so do, not just double, one but two. Just one, but he carried his helmet he just made sure both hands were free to thank the Texas A&M fans for buying a ticket we're, to watch him flip them off. Yeah, he's not saying we're number one, right? No, no he's not. Well, can you see Kevin Sumlin? I mean, you got to feel bad for someone in this respect. You're like, dude, 
We barely beat Lafayette. We squeaked by Nichols. We had the largest collapse probably in the history of the, our program, and we still get games with Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Texas. And I got an idiot freshman that's flipping our home crowd off. Well, I, mean, I mean, really, at some point you're going, you know, is this just – can you get less on the phone for me? Yeah. Well, fortunately, <laughs> A&M doesn't have to play Oklahoma and Oklahoma State this year, but uh, – that doesn't make Will Gunnell any less uh, passionate about uh, telling the Texas A&M fans, hey, thanks for your support, which I'm sure a few – that was brought on by a few boo-birds uh, as A&M was leaving the field. If Not you're losing a guarantee game at home and the people are already – on. look, Kyle Field, Texas A&M, Aggieland, it is LSU circa 2016 over there right now. Yeah, they're not happy. There's some angry folks. But they want, I mean, we, you know, it doesn't make any difference. They've gotten two wins here. And uh, granted, um, you know, Nickel State and Lafayette <laughs> doesn't exactly blow you. Uh, you let, them lose to, let them lose to South Carolina or Arkansas in the next two weeks and see what happens. South Carolina this weekend, right? No, Arkansas. Arkansas. In Arlington. Well, you talk about a game two teams need to win. <laughs> Brett Belima's sweating that out in the Arkansas I think they both are, take ties right now. Can we agree yes. to tie? Can we yeah, agree to both of us? Yeah, hey, we'll split the proceeds. Anything um, that's not a loss, right? Anything that's not a loss, yeah. Anything that's not a loss. Uh, and then South Carolina, uh, the Sabanite Will Muschamp. What if he goes into uh, Aggie land and beats them? It could happen. You know, uh, I, I failed to mention in the uh, earlier segment we were talking about Tech with the possibility of an upset going into Columbia. And it's a possibility because uh, – Carolina's best player offensively, uh, Debo Samuel, wide receiver, is out for the year with a broken leg. And he was lighting it up. Uh, granted, against the likes of uh, it was against NC State, Missouri, uh, but broke his leg in the Kentucky game. So he is gone, and uh, for this year at least. And that that's a huge chunk of uh, Jake Bentley and South Carolina's arsenal on offense. They're going to have to find somebody else to step up and take his place. Uh, but he will not be with South Carolina when they go to uh, to play A&M in College Station. But it doesn't make any difference. I wonder if Will Gunnell's going to be starting. That's what's important. Um, and I don't see Will being on the top two in the depth chart at A&M. Now, he may, he may be surprising us here and just jump out and, and uh, lead the Aggies to, to victory. But we know when it comes to thanking the fans for their support, Will will uh, – no. Uh, Will doesn't seem to be uh, darkening the depth chart anywhere. Um, <laughs> Will might find himself at Will. Uh, Will, Will might, came out now. In his defense, he came out with a a p- apology and asked for roses and hosannas for for being a little bit too. Uh, you know, this is this is. I mean, kids are going to be. This is not unusual. Uh, imagine a kid doing something out of emotion. Um, hell, we do it out of emotion every day, don't we? Pretty um, much. Uh, it's it's just, but I think in lieu of everything, everything is now because of social media and everything. It's it's uh, under the microscope, and this is not a good. After you've, let's just be honest. I mean, Texas A&M hasn't been impressive in their first three games. Guys, except, I got news flash for you. Texas A&M stunk in the Big Twelve. They were mediocre. They were pedestrian. You know, I just Terry. You just stop. Terry, look it stop, up. Stop. Stop. Look it stop. up. Stop. I lived there. I saw them play. They were pedestrian at best. You didn't go to A&M. No, but I saw them play a bunch. 
Well, I did too. And friends I of mine there, they're pede- they're uh, I don't know who would be a southeastern conference comparable. They're they're Mississippi State. Well, Terry, I figured out you lived in Texas, but who the hell do you love in Texas? Texas Wesleyan. They don't play football. They do play football now. Well, see, I'm a big Incarnate Word fan myself. Uh, great school. Yeah. Carnet Word. Uh, Jimmy, I'm not a big fan of anybody per se. I just like the sport of football. I'm an LSU fan. If, if you had to really pin me on what college team I support, and a lot of that's because growing up with my dad, was a, he went to LSU, big LSU fan. I remember when I was a kid listening to the games, been to a bunch of them. My daughter goes there. Uh, my youngest son may. So, yeah, I'm an LSU fan, but I'm not over-the-top uber LSU guy or uber college football guy. You know, I like Texas. I like the Aggies. Uh, I mean, do I kick the dog if they lose? No, but I'm also very realistic in the fact that, you know, they're on Kevin Sumlin now. Folks, they won two years with Johnny Manziel. All right? You did. You won two years. You had Johnny Manziel. You caught lightning in a bottle. By the way, when Manziel left, he had two more years of eligibility. Yes. When he left, and I don't think there's a person out there, even my limited knowledge could see that, I didn't necessarily think his his game, even if he were sober or not messed up on drugs, would transfer immediately to the NFL. And I thought maybe another couple of years would have done him a lot of good. Kevin Sumlin was probably, in one hand, glad he was gone. On the other hand, knowing he had lost uh, it was somebody. A handful. It was a handful. He was a large, he was a spoiled, rich kid. Let's just say it, tell it the way it is. Rosen. And Josh Rosen, same way. We'll see how that works out. Um, Will Gunnell, I don't know his background, but he was upset. And, you know, I, I don't know if that's going to make A&M fans not come to the next game because of that. I don't, it's not. It probably won't. But you notice he was pretty quick with his apology. And uh, I didn't do it. We have pictures of you doing it. My bad. <laughs> that's probably what I would have said, too. My bad. I didn't do it. It's like, the, it's like uh, cops. You know, they catch you with the dope, but it's not my dope. Here's a I video of you taking it. Okay, it's, well. not my, it's not my dope. I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. Before we go to break, uh, Justin has a good text. He goes, look, pro teams are becoming too localized to major populized areas. Uh, like we pointed out earlier, the product is down, so fans aren't following to keep up with particular players. Uh, the best part of this text, people in Louisiana have always pulled for the Saints, uh, not because they've been great, because they're our team. Most True. of the loyalty and fandom has been destroyed because of these moves. But look at our dynamic as opposed to Los Angeles. We're a state of barely, what, 4 million people? Right. On a good day. Uh, and that's it for us. I mean, we outside of, you know, our college teams. But it's, you know, we do have the Pelicans, but we don't have a professional baseball. In Los Angeles, you've got all these franchises, pro basketball, hockey, uh, pro baseball. Soccer. Soccer. You've got all these things demanding your entertainment dollar. And why would you, even Los Angeles could be, and let's just say, for example, the the NFL doesn't have all these problems right now. You've oversaturated your market. You've oversaturated your product. You're not putting the type of product on the field anymore you used to. Now you've gone, you've gone in for greed reasons only and, and, destroyed Thursday night, which I thought was a great night for college football. It was recently introduced, finally caught on and stayed. Uh, 
Is there a reason why Roger Goodell is making such an effort to go international now? Maybe because he sees a declining product in the States? Better be ahead of the curve, Roger Goodell. We're going to keep on that one in just a minute, Jamie. We're going to take our last break. And again, we'll, you know, it's, it's just simple economics. You have increased the supply. The demand, at best, is flat. Mm-hmm. At best, it's flat. I think it's declining demand. And so... The numbers you throw other factors on top of it, and and the numbers start to reflect. The numbers start to reflect that. So it's it's a number based business, as most things are. You'll see. You're listening ninety seven seven, ESPN. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. Uh, Please get us on the text line triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two for Duwashtel Valley Federal Credit Union text line. This segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics, and Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializes in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is the man for you, 318-324-1411. When we return, you can't chant USA at high school games any longer in certain areas. The debacle of the story when we come back. Ram Power Days are here at Brennan Dodge. During Ram Power Days, we have 0% financing and great deals on all Ram trucks. Get a 17 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Express for only $28.9. A 17 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorn is $9,500 off MSRP. Plus, with $1,500 in trade assistance, you'll save $11,000 off MSRP. Save $10,000 off MSRP on 17 Ram 2500 Crew Laramie. We still have great selection on 17 models to choose from, so don't miss Ram Power Day is going on now at Brennan Dodge. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call one 800 Three four five six six four four. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, making good things happen. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back, 97.7 La Edge. Closing it out here on a Tuesday. A couple texts. You guys are welcome to chime in as well. 888-993-7762. 888-993-7762, which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line. Uh, we'll jump to Daniel in West Monroe. 
you know, Justin talked about the state, Louisiana, the Saints being the state's uh, team, et cetera. And uh, uh, Daniel goes, I would counter Justin Saban because before Katrina and before the Saints started the Super Bowl run, you couldn't find a floor delay around this town and nobody talked about the Saints. You know, I wasn't here during that period, but I remember growing up how popular the Saints were. And they kind of like they are now. They weren't very good. But people still had a source of pride when they actually won a game. It was, of course, for celebration. Uh, so, you know, I wasn't here during that period, but I certainly was a big Saints fan in the Super Bowl run. Steve uh, comes back and says, look, you guys are right. There's no clear number two team in the Southeastern Conference. There's a lot of parity, yeah, because they're, they're not very good. But take it as a whole, the SEC is as good as anyone else. Uh, when you're counting on Kentucky and Vanderbilt to shore up your conference, that tells you something. Uh, they did nominate the way they once did, true. South is doing well in the polls. Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State are 1, 2, 3, and 6, and five more teams in the top 15. The talent seems to be distributed more equally across the South, but still the best in the country. I, I don't think they are. I really don't. I don't. You know, there's no clear. There's. Is there any other SEC team we're going to talk about that's going to be in the college football playoff, Jamie? We're two weeks, in, three weeks into the season, and literally everybody with the exception of Alabama and Georgia is out of the discussion. Seriously, I, mean, I think I think a school that could make some noise is, and it, you know, you, it's early returns. I mean, I is. don't know, but uh, you know, depending on what Mississippi State does in the next two weeks, I'm not talking about college football playoffs, but you know, if obviously if they beat Alabama, which is unlikely, uh, but they do host them in Starkville. But boy, uh, that's going to be a wild game, huh? Well, it'll be a slobber knocker. You can you can guarantee you that. Um, I would say right now, from a, you know, I just, I, you got to throw Mississippi State in. That's fair. I'll you got to throw Mississippi State in the equation right now until you the next, you know, State. particularly over the next two weeks if they win. Um, you know, maybe I mean talent wise, do I think a team that could emerge uh, from strictly a talent standpoint? You know, I maybe maybe A and M. They've got the talent to be more successful than they've been, obviously. You know, but they, they're out, they're out of the mix. They're out of the mix. They're out of the point. mix. They're done. Yeah, particularly if they lose another game or two, um, which in all likelihood will you got happen. Road games at LSU and uh, Alabama. Yeah, you're probably going to drop those. And you got to go to Florida. No, you ho- you host Alabama. Oh, you host Alabama. Yeah, you do go to LSU and you do go to Florida. But uh, <laughs> you think the kids flipping the people the bird when they're behind to Lafayette? <laughs> Imagine what he's going to do when they're playing Alabama at halftime. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, at least they get them at home. Uh, but although is that home, good or bad? There's no home field advantage anymore. Yeah. If you're, as far as Will Gunnell's concerned, you're uh, if you boo us, you're going to get the the uh, two feet. Which I have to give the, the the young man credit. He did it with gusto. He did. If you're going to do it, do it right. Uh, speaking of throwing a little shade, how about our good friend at Vanderbilt that we talked about a little bit? <laughs> Bad idea, dude. Now I, it, this is easier to spell than it is to pronounce, but I'm going to give it the old college try. Because we're talking about Vanderbilt here, that's a pretty pretty good institution. Nafia, oh by the way, I want you to tell everybody before we leave how much the Vanderbilt AD gets paid, yes. and this will this will blow you away. Nafia, N I F A E. Am I close? Nifa. Let's just say Nifa. Leela, L E A L A O. Now I actually know a little bit about Nif. 
Uh, or whiff. Whiff. I remember Niff was was Derek Mason's prize recruit out of California because you know Derek Mason was on the Stanford staff. Right, right. Defensive right. coordinator came and he apparently had this probably while he was recruiting for Stanford had developed a relationship with this young man and he brought him to Nashville at Vanderbilt. He has said that next up Alabama or your next Alabama. He has gone on Twitter now and said, "Well, hang on, I didn't mean that." You know, I, he just said when the SEC. I listened next. to his, his his video clip. Did you really? Yes, he said, "Hey, we're going to show them what it's like." And I'm paraphrasing to play Commodore football in Nashville at home. Well, when's Alabama, the last time you you're heard next? Well, when's the last time you heard a Vandy player talk like that? I like that. Right now, you know, for so many years, the Vanderbilt fans were giving the team the two finger salute. Now, they're like. You know, throwing flowers and candy on the field because the, the doors are three and zero, buddy. They could be your, they could be the dark horse in the East. They beat Alabama. They beat Alabama. Hey, you want to put Vanderbilt in the national title picture? Further news that the apocalypse is on us. They beat <laughs> Alabama and they go into the final four in football. And yeah, we're we're pretty much well. Excited. I will say this. I can say this with a great amount of conviction and, and knowledge. Vanderbilt did not send the Fox family an invitation for a scholarship. To either myself, my brother, or Sean Fox, who really was kind of uninvited to Southeastern. But that'll tell you something. You know, you know when I was there, we called Southeastern. It's SLU. Yes, Slow yeah. Learners. Slow Learners University. Yes, well, Slow Learners University has a, quite a student population. It's, so. it's the second biggest school in the state of what, Louisiana. 18,000 or 20,000? Yeah, or? it's pushing 20. Well, second take, biggest school in Louisiana. Well, we're, we're not supporting that anymore. Um but, I love my southeastern people. Oh yeah, they're good folks down there. Um, but like, if you're Nefa, you are going to like. In course, he's case. Uh, I think the term we're looking for here is walked it back, walked back that comment and saying, "Well, I didn't really mean that." You know, we're you know, you're just up next. But okay. I like, I like the, uh, I like the fight, the bravado. Yes, I like that. I you mean, you know, may actually get your quarterback like killed. You know, I wonder. I wonder if Fandy keeps that even close. I mean, you know, but we'll see. I mean, I don't think so, but uh, well, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot Vandy can do offensively against that Bama defense. They are, again, we go back to the Southeastern Conference, folks. There is no second-best team right now that's even in that discussion. And that's, that's why I'm telling you the league is slipping. Poor quarterback play. you got a bunch of offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators as head coaches. You must be on a mission to have your tires slashed. No, I'm just speaking reality. You know, look, I don't drink. I don't drink the Kool Aid for anybody. I'll tell you what I think reality is, and reality is if you compare the top five programs of the Southeastern Conference and the top five programs of the ACC, the ACC wins with the exception of Alabama. There's nobody close. LSU right now, Jamie. LSU is a mediocre pro. Marcus Spears is right. You're just mad at LSU because you have to send them so much money right now. No, it's a it's reality. They are a medi- They have what a uh, a barely 500 record. The last what 20 games in the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, play? it has been. Was it sketchy? It's like what 14? I don't know. You told me the yeah. It's the it's like close the, to yeah, 500. They're not. They're not. They're not like dominating the it, SEC. No. And what defines since 2012? And what defines mediocrity? You win about as many as you lose, and, and no disrespect, it's just the truth. They're a mediocre program right now. Uh, who else is a mediocre program? I th- you know, certainly Auburn is a mediocre program. South Carolina, they they're working to get back to mediocrity. They're not even a mediocre program right now. 
Arkansas, same boat. Texas A&M, same boat. You got a lot of mediocrity out there. You do, and it's you know, well, that's parody. But well, yeah, they all equally suck. Well, let's go to your favorite conference, the Big Twelve, then. And I'm an ACC guy at this point. All right, well, let's, let's look at your ACC then. All right. I, okay, you. All right. Uh, Boston College sucks. Yes. Clemson great. Doesn't. <laughs> Duke mediocre. Right. Florida State good. Georgia Tech average. Yep. Louisville pretty good, but pretty not good. elite. Miami to good. be determined. North Carolina average. NC State average. Pittsburgh, not good. Syracuse, not good. Virginia, not good. Virginia Tech, pretty good. Wake Forest, average. I don't see that top to bottom. Uh, let's just take the ones that I don't think are good or below average. Wake Forest, Virginia, Syracuse, Pittsburgh, Boston College, Duke. That's not a strong lineup. But you know what is? For football. I mean, it's, it's Louisville. I, by the way, when's the last time a very average LSU team played Louisville? What happened? They got skull They got skull LSU smoked them. So I no don't question th- about it. So I, I think the ACC does have some very strong programs in it. Don't Clemson get me wrong. Clemson and Florida State. Maybe Louisville. Louisville. Miami, I think Mark Rick has, has gotten that thing rolling. I'd love to see Miami strong again. So I think those are four really top left, arguably four of the top ten in the country. Uh, Louisville, I don't know if they'd be top ten. Florida State, top ten every year. Uh, Clemson, top ten every year. Miami, certainly top 20 and could be top ten. Louisville, top 20. I say this. I say if you want to call one of the strongest conferences, and this is going to cause that we don't really pay a lot of attention to, is the Pac-12. Yes, it is. I think top to bottom, the Pac-12 is, is pretty deep. Cal beat Ole Miss. Now, granted, you know, but that's 